Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Talk Witchcraft podcast, where we are covering the basics of glamour magic, also known as illusion magic. So we're just going to be talking about some of the basics of glamour magic and how it functions, some certain circumstances where you might want to use glamour and and how it works in the real world, because there are sort of pop culture ways that glamour magic comes up that we see. And what we're talking about isn't really that, where you actually physically change your appearance. It's um, So we're going to be talking about how to do this in the real world. You're listening to Talk Witchcraft, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft as a lifestyle and discover how to merge magic into your daily life. Every week, we'll demystify witchy topics like tarot, astrology, crystals, herbs, and more as you develop your personal brand of magic and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Maggie Hazeman. I think a good place to start with this is thinking about how glamour is perceived in, not glamour magic, but glamour and like beauty and things like that, how it's perceived in our society or in Western society. So it's sort of a contradiction because in some ways glamour is seen as sort of trivial or girly and at the same time it's sort of like frivolous or extra or luxurious or things like that. So in the way, in this way, the fact that it has both of these contradictory contradictory ideas um glamour is sort of revolutionary and feminist because it's about embracing these variety of ways that a person can show up in the world so there's so many different ways to be a person (laughs) to be a human and glamour is about that about enhancing um your you-ness in general so that's glamour and in some ways glamour and beauty is somewhat somewhat diminished or um and, and I think that's because it's associated with the marginalized people of the world that in uh, that glamour is often seen as something that's not worthy because the people who engage in glamour are um, not the norm, the default standard of the cis white male. <laughs> so um, in this way, I think that glamour can be a, a tool of the oppressed people, of the marginalized people, because it's sort of like a secret passageway into being sort of that default whatever society wants us to be, glamour can help us to appear that way on the outside so that we can fit in and kind of camouflage. So it can be used by women. Glamour is often used by women. It can also be used by people of color, by people who are not part of the sexual majority, so gay and lesbian people. It can be used by people who are trans, who don't fit into the gender binary. It could be a non-binary person can use glamour, or a trans woman or trans man can use glamour to sort of fit into what is thought to be the standard or the default of our society. And glamour is often used by people who have to overcome socioeconomic challenges as well. Um, So even though in some ways it seems sort of like it's luxurious, people who don't have uh, a ton of money can use glamour in order to feel glamorous, <laughs> if that makes sense. So glamour is sort of like this way to for people who live outside of that standard status quo to fit in into that structural norm. And it's not to say that we shouldn't do our best to sort of work to change that, to change what is the status quo so that people can just be themselves, but glamour is used in order to fit into it in the meantime. So 
what I want you to see today is that glamour can be fun and it can also have these conflicting ideas attached to it. It can be beautiful and elegant and powerful. Um, it kind of has this like edginess to it. And at the same time, it can be girly and frivolous and luxurious. And, and that's what's so fun about glamour. So again, that's sort of what glamour is. And we're gonna also talk about glamour magic because this is witchcraft, so we talk about witchy things. <laughs> so um, as I said, glamour is an illusion. In essence, it's illusion magic, not in the same way that like stage ma magicians use illusion. It's a it's sort of different type of illusion. It's how we can change the way that someone perceives us. So it changes the way someone's senses are detecting the world. So you can change your own, the way that you perceive your own senses. You can also use glamour to change the way someone perceives you using their senses. So it's kind of a, you can use it for a variety of different ways. Um, and it's not just about those five main senses. It's not just, I mean, you might even think that it would only be about the sense of sight, which is what you see, um, and how glam, you know, because glamour is sort of like makeup and fashion and stuff like that as well. But it's not just sight. It's not just sound and taste and touch and smell. It can be all of these different senses. So glamour can affect your sense of, glamour magic can affect your sense of direction. It can uh, change your perception of time. So how time is flowing. You can use glamour to change the way that you perceive your emotions or someone else perceives their emotions. You can use glamour to change your beliefs, to change how you perceive your beliefs. And this can be a really good tool for um, getting rid of some limiting beliefs that are holding you back as well. And it can change impressions, so any sort of per perceived impression, you can change the way that you perceive it. It can change how you perceive hunger and thirst. It can change how you perceive lust and love and temperature and how you feel pain. Um, all of these different senses, fatigue, anything that you can experience, you can use glamour to change the way that you perceive those senses. Now, I want to reiterate that it's not that glamour magic is not about changing the physical, you're not making physical changes. So that's what you see in pop culture is these physical changes that, <laughs> that like a witch will change exactly how she looks so she's someone completely different. Um, but with what we're talking about, we're not changing physical reality because we are dictated by laws of physics, so we can't change the way someone looks physically. Um, so you, again, you might be thinking of those like pop culture witches who change their voice or their hair color or who they are completely, their facial features. Uh, for example, the charmed witches in both the original and the remake had to change their appearances and the, the appearance of their house actually using glamour magic so that they could be safe again because they had been in danger whatever danger they were in in those particular episodes. Um, and then you see like Tonks in Harry Potter. She is a shapeshifter, so that's a form of glamour magic. She's changing her physical appearance. Polyjuice Potion is another example from pop culture where they use this potion to change into a different person. Um, Snow White has an example of, of glamour magic where the evil queen appears to Snow White as this old witch and she use this to gain Snow White's trust in order to poison her. And then there's glamour magic also in Little Mermaid, a similar way where Ursula turns into this beautiful young woman so that Eric will fall in love with her and then Ursula can keep Ariel's soul. 
We see glamour magic in Stardust by Neil Gaiman. There's those three sister witches. Lamia uses glamour magic. She um, becomes this young woman who can use that to gain the trust of Yvain, the star. Um, so we see all of these different examples of glamour magic in pop culture, and I just want to make sure that we know we're not talking about that type of glamour magic. We are talking about um, the real-world version of this, where we can change the way that people perceive us, and not on a physical level, on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level. So we can use glamour magic in order to help us to embody these traits like self-confidence or bravery or, or boldness or to have more persuasive speech. Um, so all of these different attributes that we want the world to see in us, we can use glamours to have the world perceive us in that way, the way that we want the world to perceive us. And it's about knowing when to stand out, like when to use glamours to stand out in the world, or when to use it to camouflage, as I was talking about earlier with the glamours, uh, the way that glamour can be used by marginalized people to camouflage into the world. So we can use uh, glamour magic to do that for us. We, it's about, knowing, um, about getting what we want. <laughs> you can use glamour to uh, sort of persuade others. I wouldn't say manipulate, because that's a, that is kind of a undertone of that that's negative, but in some ways it is manipulation of, um, you know, kicking down doors that you want kicked down or getting someone to help you with something that you need help with or getting the attention of someone who can help you and who you might not usually have access to, but you can use glamour to make yourself more attractive to that person that they want to get to know you. Um, you can use glamour to get people on your side if you're working on a project or if you're do, doing some sort of activism. You can use glamours to help get people on your side so that to make you more persuasive or more confident or someone to follow. Whatever you're wanting to do, that's what glamour magic is about, is, is being the person that you want to in the world and, and having other people perceive you in the way that you want them to. So um, tomorrow is the Mumbleship's monthly masterclass. So we are going to go a little bit more in depth into glamour magic and I'm going to kind of walk the members through this. And so that's tomorrow. It's Leo season and that's why we're talking about glamour magic. In case you were wondering, <laughs> Leo energy is all about confidence and, and taking pride in yourself and showing up in the world exactly as you are and just being really proud of that. So it's all about this fun and creativity and passion. And I felt like Glamour was that. Like I felt like Leo really or Leo energy is really embodied by this idea of glamour magic. So again, if you want to join us in that masterclass and to go a little bit deeper into this topic, you can join us before that. It's at 2 p.m. tomorrow, so July 28th. Um, all you have to do is go to mumblesacademy.com and you can register. If you join after that, there's always recordings, so you can have access to that later. Um, or if you're watching this or seeing this later, with listening to this later, then you can always come back to it. But if you do want to be part of that live event, I'm going to be walking members through this, and, we'll, and each member will get um, an opportunity to kind of make their own glamour based on what they're wanting the world to see of them. So that's kind of what we're talking about in this members-only masterclass tomorrow. And so I just wanted to let you know about that if you're really interested in this idea of glamour magic and you want to go deeper, then it'd be great if you join us. <laughs> We'd love to have you. But we'll get back into our episode here. All right, so we're going to be talking a little bit more about sort of an introduction to glamour here. I've given you some information about glamour magic and what it is. 
Um, but now you you might be thinking that glamour magic has to be about like beauty products and makeup, and maybe you're not into that. And I do think that glamour magic does incorporate these things. Like that's kind of a common factor of glamours is some sort of makeup or beauty product. I don't think it's the only way to do glamour magic. So if you're not into that kind of thing, that doesn't mean that this store is closed to you. I think the tools that you use for any sort of daily routine that you have for getting ready, so even if it's just your shampoo and conditioner, you know, we all wash our hair. Um, if we have hair, <laughs> maybe it's just soap. You know, we wash our hands, we wash our bodies. So this, these are things that you can incorporate into a glamour ritual or a glamour spell. Um, and even just uh, carrying around a crystal, these alter your aura. The energy of a crystal alters your aura and that can be used for glamour. So I don't want you to think that it has to be, you know, makeup and, and beauty products and luxurious things like that. It, it can be if you really love that kind of stuff, but glamour can be for anybody at any level of uh, glamour elegance that you want that you're at so it is sort of on the surface it is about your first impression glamour is um, and glamour magic because you're showing you're you're showing people what you want them to see so of course it is going to have this sort of surface level of interaction but it's deeper than that as well like if you think of people who are famous and maybe you don't want to be famous, but just as, as an example, if you think about famous people, they're famous for a reason. They're um, so that, like actors and artists and mu musicians, even like YouTubers and uh, famous Instagrammers, socialites, all of these people. It's not they're not famous just because they're good looking or talented or they might not even be good looking or talented. You know, the reason that these people become um, famous or that people are drawn to them is because of something that they have inside that people are attracted to something that they have to say or something that they do for whatever reason and it might not be a good thing it could be something sort of negative that people are just like really fascinated with what these people do in their life um, but so it's not just about their outside it's about what's going on inside as well so that's part of glamour as well it's not just that surface level first impression it's the inside and so think about that with yourself what you want of your personality to shine through because that's what glamour magic really is it's about what makes you you and that's a little <laughs> cliche um, and even the it's not what's on the outside it's what's on the inside it's uh, that's also a cliche but it's a is just like how um, just like how makeup enhances your features. It's not so, it's not meant to be used to cover up flaws or to change the way you look. It is used that way, but it's not necessarily meant to be used that way. What makeup is meant to do is to enhance what's already part of you, what your face already looks like, to make your eye to bring out your eyes or to um, enhance your lips or all of these different things that are already the way that you look. That's what makeup is meant to do, and that's what glamour magic is meant to do as well, to enhance those things that make you you, that make you unique, and to bring that out and to show it to the world so that it's really obvious to people, and then you can sort of use that to get what you want. And that's what witchcraft is about, is, is uh, changing your um, circumstances, changing the way that the world, you are in the world, so that you can get what you want. So glamour magic is about 
bringing out these things inside of you that you want others to see, that you want to enhance, and to just help you feel more comfortable and more confident in your own skin. And that's what I think is really great about glamour magic. Um, so again, it's not just about these fashion, it's not just about uh, beauty products, it is, it can be, it can be about fashion and beauty products and style and makeup and everything, um, it's, but it's not just about what you're putting on the outside. It's not just about using these items to enhance these features. Um, it's part of that. So it's about using products or not using products in order to show the world what you want the world to see in you. So as an example, you can use your shower or bath products. Uh, they can be enchanted based on your intention. So maybe you have like a presentation at school, if you're in school or if you're at work, you have some sort of presentation you have to give, and you want to appear really authoritative on the topic. Like you really know what you're talking about. You're not just, you know, out there willy-nilly saying whatever. You really know about it and people are, you want people to listen to you. So you could infuse your shampoo or your conditioner with that intention. So, you know, charge it or enchant it in whatever way that you do. And then when you use those products the morning before your presentation or leading up to the presentation, kind of build up, um, you can visualize yourself giving this presentation and appearing really authoritative and knowing what you're talking about. And then that is what the world will see because you have shown your confidence and you've, you've given that power to yourself. And another example, you can use your makeup, your makeup brushes, you can enchant these and charge them with an intention as well. So all of these different tools and materials, they can be used for glamour, obviously. And um, maybe you want to, say you want to uh, attract some love into your life. You want to find your life partner. So you can enchant your makeup tools, your makeup brushes and your um, like lipsticks and um, mascaras and eyeshadows and things like that with this intention of bringing more love into your life, making yourself appear more attractive to a, a person who would be right for you, making yourself, um, showing your personality that you want that person to enjoy about you the parts of yourself that you want to connect with someone on, making those makeup products and makeup brushes enhance those features of yourself so that they're very visible to anybody that you meet, and then you attract love into your life. It's as easy as that. <laughs> so you can do this with lotion, you can do this with perfume, uh, essential oils, oil uh, products like body oils, anything that you would put on your body or on the outside of your body, you can apply it, you can enchant it with whatever intention you have, apply it to your body, and then you have this glamour in, in, um, affecting your aura that people are seeing from you. Now I mentioned before that you don't need to use products like this, you could use crystals, um, you can also use like herbs and uh, making teas and meals, but if you, if you charge a crystal with your intention, you can carry that around with you so that you are perceived in a certain way by others. Um, and carry that crystal around with you, it influences your aura, and then you are showing what you want to the world, which is what the glamour is. And then the same thing with the teas or the meals that we talked about kitchen witchcraft before, you can enchant your meals with this idea of a glamour that you want to show the world, and then as you drink or eat, you can um, visualize, again, that visualization piece, the way that you want to per be perceived by others, and take it in. So you're um, in that way. It's working from the inside out because you're 
you're eating and drinking. Okay, so the way that we've been talking about it, it may sort of seem like glamour magic is really only for women or femme witches or girly girls, but in reality, it's, a, it's something that everybody can learn to use in their magic. So I mentioned before the way that um, glamour is a, a tool of the oppressed, of the marginalized people um, at the beginning of this talk witchcraft. <laughs> but um, so, so that's kind of what I want to talk about some more now, how glamour magic can be a tool of the oppressed or marginalized. So you may see how it's obvious that women and girls can use glamour magic because of the use of makeup and things like that that are often used by women and girls. Obviously men can use makeup as well and do use makeup. But our society teaches us, as um, I'm speaking as a woman, <laughs> that, our, that we need to present a certain way to succeed in the world, that we have a certain way to, that is the way to fit in, and that we need to fit in that way, that there's only one way to appear in the world. And, you know, we're working towards changing that, of course, that there's more than one way to be a woman or to be a person in the world. But in the meantime, while there's still sort of this idea of perf of like a perfect beauty or a, a, um, a structural norm of what beauty is, you can perform a glamour on yourself. So that's what glamour when you're when you do a glamour spell it's called a glamour and so you can perform a glamour over yourself in order to fit into that that mold i guess so that you can be perceived the way that the world wants women to appear and then you can fit in and do more because you're you're not working from outside you're working from inside and so this is great, especially for women who don't like to do their hair or to do makeup or anything like that, or wearing certain clothes that are in style. You can use glamour to appear as if you are that way, <laughs> even though you're not necessarily um, wearing the right clothes or, or wearing the proper makeup routine or um, doing your hair the right way. You can use a glamour to, have that, to emit that energy as if you are. So, so that's how sort of women and, and girls and femme witches might use glamour magic. Um, but then you might think about, well, boys and men don't necessarily use makeup. Some do, but, you know, society kind of teaches men and boys that they can just throw money and power at anything that they want and get it. But if you don't have money and power, if you grow up in a family that isn't wealthy or powerful, then you don't really have another way to, to get what you want, right? So um, that's where glamour can come in. You can make yourself appear as if you are more powerful. And then another interesting way that glamour can be used is for someone who is who doesn't identify as the gender that they're born into. Um, so maybe you're born into a female body and you uh, identify as a male. So you can use glamour to camouflage as which the gender that you want to be perceived as that you want the world to see you as and I think that's really beautiful It helps with these feelings of dysphoria So and not only does it help with uh, the way that the world sees you But it can also help again with that dysphoria of how you see you so you can use glamour to perceive yourself the way that you want to be seen and then finally, glamours can also be used for um, overcoming racial injustices and prejudices. So we talk about like assimilation that a lot of black people and people of color have to do in order to fit into white culture. So um, there's the, all these racial groups that need to assimilate into white culture in order to keep jobs. It's just something that 
is part of the society that we live in. And of course, again, we're trying, we work towards changing those. But in the meantime, we can, um, people can use glamours to help with that assimilation process, to appear the way that the world wants them to appear. So in this world where a jogger can, um, or a driver, it can just be driving or jogging along and that can result in the end of their life when in a world where a bird watcher or um, somebody who's just working in their yard can have the police called on them. So in these in this world, glamours can change the way that the world perceives you and can kind of act as a layer of protection so that you're um, fitting in. Again, it's this layer of camouflage. So I want to reiterate that in this that glamours are a tool to help in the world that we live in, so that we can fit into whatever mold is supposed of who we're supposed to be according to some unwritten rule. Um, I think it's also important, of course, to work towards changing these realities and do the things that we need to do in order to um, for people to be who, whatever unique person that they are. But glamours can help with this layer of protection, as I mentioned. Okay, so that is everything I had for Glamour Magic. Today we talked about Glamour Magic and how it can be used. Um, I invited you to join the Mumbleship as well if you want to go deeper, if you want to learn the steps for creating a Glamour, if you want to walk through a specific thing that you are uh, working towards right now and what how you want to appear in the world. I'll walk you through that um, in the Mumbleship in the Masterclass tomorrow. So I invited you to join that. You can go to mumblesacademy.com. And we talked about all these different ways that you can use Glamour Magic, uh, different tools and things like that. You can find out more about this episode by going to mumblesandthings.com slash blog slash 013. And you can join me next Tuesday when we talk about dreams. Make sure that you subscribe so that you are notified about each new episode. And this helps the podcast grow as well. Another way to help this podcast, to help me, and to help other witches find this show is to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and you can join us in the Talk Witchcraft Facebook group by going to talkwitchcraft.com. Inside the group, you can chat about this episode and other witchcraft topics with witchy folks just like you. Wait, don't go yet! Thanks for listening to Talk Witchcraft with me, Maggie. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to check out mumblesacademy.com. Mumbles Academy is the place to be for intuitive souls at any stage of their witch path. Whether you are a wildling at the very beginning of your witchcraft journey and are looking for a safe learning environment, a creator who is committed to your practice and wants to develop your witchcraft skills even more, or a sage who is full of wisdom already and wants to share what you know with others, Mumbles Academy was designed for you. With monthly masterclasses and live Q&As, an extensive archive of courses and trainings, and a supportive community to help you along the way with encouragement and advice, Mumbles Academy is the perfect place for you to be as you continue on your witch path.